fucking seconds. Like, I'll be talking for a whole two minutes, and then it'll be like, we're live, and it only started recording, and it'll be just, like, five seconds and shit. The anchor's recording, so we're waiting for the Facebook to start. Blah, blah, blah. But yo, it's the motherfucking Nerd Rap Podcast. Nerd Rap Podcast. I mean, you can play the video. It was, it was fun. It was fun, man. Uh, you, we good? What you, come on, man. Oh, what was oh, that? Oh, 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 Dang, okay. I saved it and everything. All right, all right, all right. My bad, my bad. But um, anywho, Monique made a comment about, uh, first off, Ass Kicking Music Volume 3 coming out June 18th. So, peep that Bandcamp SoundCloud gonna be everywhere. You know, some shameless self promotion. But um, Monique made a comment about women wearing bonnets, and I have me and my wife here. I'll put my wife on, you know, like live and cameras and shit in our home. That's weird, and it, that's weird, right? No, it's not weird, babe. That ain't weird. Like when niggas be posting all like the little personal pictures in their bedroom with their they girls and shit. No, like, why is that weird? He's at home with his woman. Yeah, that's for the public. Babe, they're not doing anything like you know. People, what I'm saying, like, I'm not saying like just sitting on the couch watching TV and shit. I mean, like y'all both in like y'all nightly attire and shit, like the lounging in the crib and shit. Unless we take like some model, like it's specifically a photo shoot or something. I'm not just taking a candid picture. I think that only applies to a certain degree. Honestly, as long as you're not doing nothing inappropriate. Maybe I was thinking more inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I was thinking more inappropriate. <laughs> get back on topic. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to get on topic. All right. Monique made a comment about women wearing bonnets. And it was real <clears throat> interesting because the backlash she got was crazy. And I'm still, like, I watched both things she said. And I want to know what she said that was really disrespectful. For the offense to be like, well, I'm aware where the fuck I want to. Nothing. Like, Nothing she said to She didn't really tell you to stop doing it. She just said, like, yo, shorty, like. The, my thing is, yo, when your mother told you not to leave the house looking crazy, what you think that was? Like, old folk would be like, yo, what the hell are you doing, girl? Your mother pretty much was telling you the same thing that she's saying right now, which is, don't leave the house looking crazy. Period. Hell yeah. Oh, dark and those here. family members that actually did, you know, have a care and concern about your presentation to the world actually did speak on that if they saw you looking crazy. So we're not going to sit here and act like just because it's coming from Monique, there's something wrong with it. That's a fact. That's a fact. I think just the problem is, is that the offense comes from like, well, I could wear my bonnet. Why not? I'm still a queen regardless. It's like she didn't say you weren't. She just said like, low key, her response was kind of like more like amp on it because it was like, yo. Present yourself in a better light. That's all she's saying. As a woman, you consider yourself to be a beautiful being. Like present yourself as such. You don't leave the house in a bonnet and some pajamas and slippers, nightly attire, something that you would lay your head down and go to sleep in to leave out your house and, you know, walk amongst people in a public setting. Why would you do that? Like you could put on a headscarf and sweatpants. Exactly. And it still provides the same level of comfort without you looking crazy. And this applies to fellas, too. 
So don't oh, think. Absolutely. Yeah. So let, let's not let's not make this a gender biased conversation. Niggas definitely need to be told this in terms of some of the shit we be doing. The, the from the sagging draws to niggas coming into places with with with, with tight ass pants and shopping in the baby gap section and they grown ass adults knowing they be wearing the extra large, they getting the extra medium. And you know what? Like it gotta stop. Things are constantly said about that too. Even like you said, in in the male's perspective, because like I've come across posts where you know they'll have like um I don't know if you've seen it um swagging spells niggas uh, backwards uh, and yeah I'm just saying like yeah they have I've seen that they have a way of presenting the same you know level of hey. Dress differently, dress better, present yourself well, better to men I think, as well. Because men take it, this is how niggas take it when you say that. When you say that to niggas, it's like, well, to me, nigga, like, I don't gotta dress a certain way, man. Fuck you talk about like it turns into like a challenge of like, what you mean I can't dress? It's like, bro, you dress like a bum. And by bum, that means it looks like you just throw anything on. Yeah. That's real it, it's like my nigga, you can shop at Marshalls, bro. A city trends. And look like a nigga who get money. It's just a matter of you looking. Dress with some etiquette. Yeah, it's just clean, bro. Like, your shit can fit you. Mm-hmm. Your shirts can fit you, my nigga. You can wear your pants to your waist. Your style changes when you wear shit that's more form-fitting. Your shoes can't be all fucking bulky now. Because mm-hmm. now your pants ain't all fucking bulky. Shit can be more <laughs> form-fitting, more slim, sleek. You know what I mean? We're more in the urban chic aesthetic now. Niggas, you know, the runners are more in style. You know what I mean? Like, more of the regular wear is in style. Like, dressing mm-hmm. more, more the retro... It's a slim aesthetic and a slim athletic aesthetic, and niggas are on the go. That's the aesthetic. Like, so now this is the best time, bro. Like, niggas can, you can just do you. Mm-hmm. You don't gotta have your shit to your ankles and wear like the most expensive shoes. There's a broader level of freedom when it comes to being able to express yourself and through. still be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing what Monique said when it comes to girls, because to, to her saying, oh, you don't have to wear a bonnet all the time, you know, and most women have a bonnet for convenience. But if you're leaving a crib, you could do the same with a headscarf. With a headscarf. So mm-hmm. it's like there's an easy workaround to something that's more publicly presentable that don't have you looking crazy. It's not about presenting yourself to the white man because that's always the first throwaway. Oh, why don't you care about white people? It ain't about white people thinking anything else. If you're a business and a brand, you got to wear yourself as a business and a brand. Mm-hmm. So even on your off days, you got to consider you can't talk no money to nobody and you look like you need money. You got to look like you are always in a position of stability and being presented as a sustainable brand. If a nigga comes to me to buy, like anytime I go to a battle, niggas don't understand how serious that looks just in battle rap when you look dirty. A lot of y'all niggas be coming to these places looking dirty. Drawers hanging out the back of your fucking pants, big ass clunky ass shoes with dusty dusty ass jeans, tight ass shirts, like niggas faces all, like y'all looking bad, but want to talk money. Wonder why no one's going to put no money behind you. They know they're going to only throw you a couple hundred dollars. You look dirty. Mm-hmm. Niggas get angry. Niggas get angry all the time. And it's the same thing. So when Monique said that, it's not her saying that in a bashful way. Niggas got to get out their feelings and see she's slick saying, I'm missing a lot of bread looking homeless. And it's, it's fucked up, but that's how the way things are. It's perception. You are your brand wherever you go. Niggas can say a lot of things if they can't say you dirty. (laughs) 
and you are your brand. So with with what with, and not just and that, not to say that you're dirty because you wear a bonnet. But no, just, you know. But if you presentation walk, matters. Pre- if for for any shorty who a hustler, it matter. If you doing business, it matters. Yeah. So I I I I think women in itself with the whole walk out the house with bonnet thing. I personally don't care, but I won't let my daughter walk out in a bonnet. And now go into why. Uh, he, my, my man, my man, um, salute to my man, uh, Tiny Terror. He just, he just commented. Uh, salute, bro. He said you saw it firsthand at the airport. That shit's real. Perception's real. Mm-hmm. Like, perception, how you present yourself. But now say, say why you would never let, you know, our daughter leave out the house with a bonnet on her head. Oh, yeah. Like, it's nothing against my daughter, like you know being free to express herself but it's a matter of i told my daughter she had to present herself in a way to where no one's judging her offhandedly mm-hmm. just walking out the house not having no chapstick or things like that basic things that kids do mm-hmm. but when you go out in public now they're looking at it like you ain't getting raised in a sustained household when mm-hmm. it's like nah you ain't gonna have nobody thinking you homeless and my thing is solely even based- as a even as a little girl right now I try to instill in her that, okay, it's never okay to leave out the house, you know, looking like you are half ready. Period. You should never look like you are half ready for anything. Right. What if you are in a position where something grand is presented to you and you need to be in your, yes, you need to be in your best attire and you got a bonnet on your head. What if it's like, like right now, like she leave the, she leave the house. My daughter's about, say she'll be 16. Mm-hmm. Say, you know, she like drama, right? Mm-hmm. So she's going to do a little interview, the little animation studio, got a little presentation of all this cool little shit. Having, having real creative. Mm-hmm. So probably some dope shit. So she go there to interview to do the dope shit. There's three people there. All of them got equally dope shit. Well, damn, her presentation is amazing. Heaven in a bond. That's, that's, they don't that's, even get a chance to listen to what she has to present because right offhand, just looking at her. Off presentation alone, I'm going to choose the person who looks the most ready. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. And that's it, it's not even a matter of, oh, well, she looked raggedy. No, you look unready. You look like you were in a rush to get here. I want the person who was ready to be here. Mm-hmm. It's business. I got to invest in the most, at least something that looks the most how do I say this? You gotta you gotta invest in the thing that looks the most secure as an investment. Mm-hmm. So, if like a lot of times, purely as a rapper who don't like to look dirty, I gotta offer some good opportunities. Cause niggas look at you and they're like, oh well, he don't look broke. He don't look like he need to be here. He ain't too bad of right. Hey yo, let me holler at you. Mm-hmm. Now that nigga who seem excited to be here, who look dirty. And flip flops and sweat, you know. You, and, and time to tell you, know, you be at these events, nigga. Be looking dirty as hell, bro. <laughs> you need to be looking ass nasty if you talking big money, bro. <laughs> I'm not even being funny. Like these niggas be looking crazy, crazy as hell, bro. Million of view, million views, and, and look dusty. Wondering why you only can go so far. Like who's gonna invest in you, bro? You look like you one you step out to, of here. You have to invest in yourself first. You gotta look like money to get money. And first off, you got to go out here and look like a dollar to 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 attract the dollar. How 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 you look? How you want money, but don't look like money? 
I'm not going to tell my daughter no other thing other than you want to look like money. You got to look like money. You got to look, you got to, you have to present your brand in the way that you want it to be presented. Period. Period. And that's your name. Your name is your name where you take it. Mm -hmm. So if Shorty don't want to look unready, put a headscarf on. And my thing is it takes the same level of effort. Like, I really don't understand. One nigga. He said, he said, I said one nigga started coronavirus. Yep. One nasty motherfucker. <laughs> one nasty right. motherfucker. That, that, this real shit. This one one nasty motherfucker. Because the, 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 the common consensus was being dirty. The niggas was already washing their hands and putting hand sanitizer before they touch shit. Shit, our parents been telling us to do. Think about how crazy this is. A pandemic happened because of shit our parents been telling us to do since we was kids. And we had to re-remind grown adults to wash their fucking hands. But y'all don't think someone's supposed to say something? I ain't supposed they they just supposed to be quiet now? My thing is they're also they're also raising they're also raising the, the issue that men wear do rags all the time. So what's the big deal? What's the difference? And my thing is you can't sit here and tell me it's, it's the same with niggas and do rags. That there's yeah, because guys are, they, like I don't even understand how that was even brought up or in comparison because a nigga can't be in no do rag trying to get no job in it. No. Like anytime I had my do rag on, first they would pop, take that shit off. Even if he was to put a suit on, with a do rag, with a do rag, like, why, like why? Take that shit off. Cause my thing is, bro, if you gotta put a do rag on, cause you don't fuck with your hairstyle, either your hairline is fugazi, or you need to just get a haircut. <laughs> and the same thing applies to that bonnet. Whatever's going on underneath that bonnet. Put a head scarf around that bitch. Yeah, it's like, 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 yo, I, I used to wear a do rag, my nigga, but like, I think I only wear my do rag in public once. But I ain't gonna hold you. My hairline was fugazi. That's not some shit I was whole confident in. I, I'm, 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 I'm gonna be real. Just, I just cut my shit off, bro. Cause after a while, you thought you don't want, you want like money. And then my whole thing is, if, if you're gonna go as far as wearing a bonnet outside, why not put a hat on? Why does it have to be a bonnet? It, that's what I'm saying. It's like you gotta present yourself like money, yo. Like I think there's only real one time I stepped out looking crazy. Like most time, like man, I don't trust my head. Can put a hat on. Exactly. That's what we got fitted for. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you still, you still recover that. You gotta do something, but you still gotta do it in the way. That's the that's the point that Monique was trying to make. She basically was saying, "You have other options. Yeah. Why do you choose to look this way?" You know what? Because a lot of these niggas and like Tony Terry, you, you you know you you got a business and shit, so you know this you know niggas niggas can talk like 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 man shit. A lot of these niggas like to be little niggas. So when they get them a sense of independence, they want to do all this shit that they couldn't do at their mama house. You couldn't go a week or two without washing at mama house. Right? Half saved bad hair days. Like, look at Floyd. They said he was patchy when that nigga tried him over that fight. That's why he had a fucking hat on. That's why he swung on that nigga when he took it. Mm-hmm. Got me looking crazy out here. I know the joke's coming. So he swung on that fight. He almost got his ass beat. But yeah, it's like, you got, like, we can't be mad when the, the old heads be like, yo, you wildin'. Because we got kids, my nigga. So what you think, my, if my daughter is a grown-ass woman and she come to my crib in a bonnet and a nightgown, first thing I'm going to ask, what the fuck? Why ain't you dressed? 
What you, where you, where you was going? What you in a rush to do? I'm going to work. You don't look like you're going to work. <laughs> look crazy. Oh, well, it doesn't matter how I dress. I mean, it don't, but it do. Like, it don't, but it do. Like, it, 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 it matters in the sense of how you want to be perceived. Y'all can play this game of, yo, man, I can come as I come. And, oh, that's all good in church. In real world, you have to you have to come how you want to be perceived. Man, listen, bro. It's 10 in the morning. I got a day off, bro. But, yeah. Shit crazy, yo. Like, shit crazy. Like, you, you but you got, like, what niggas got to understand, it's bigger than just, like, you got to come how you want to be seen, yo. And when you got a business, you know, a lot of niggas are just, they, they don't mind looking a certain way because they're out of their mama's house now. They can be free and they can, <laughs> they can do all the negligent that's, shit. That's exactly how a lot, I see a lot of like younger people dress whenever they get out of high school. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, well, now I got open freedom. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, when you see niggas do the weird lazy. shit with their hair, when they start getting <laughs> these weird Dragon Ball Z colors, all types of weird, funny-ass tattoos all across their body, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm I, I, not judging tattoos specifically, but you know these animated cartoon niggas that turn into weird characters right after high school. They just got their mama house. They free. Mm-hmm. They can do all the shit that they want to do. That's how, that's why they dress so crazy. Why do all this weird shit? But then they wonder why niggas think they drug addicts and niggas think they fiends and niggas think that y'all y'all look dirty. Because that's how you carrying yourself. The same. Ain't nothing wrong with the dreads and all the colors. It's how you carry it. Nothing wrong with tattoos. It's how you carry it. There's nothing wrong with anything you do. It's how you carry it. Monique, just kick game. That's how you carry it. Y'all gonna be salty. I, I saw our response, low key. She low key wanted to say, "I see y'all responses," and you know, I'm gonna choose to show y'all love. She probably said, in her heart, I know she said, "I will beat your ass," but in the name of being a better person, I'm not gonna entertain that fuck shit with y'all because no, y'all gonna learn quick about because any- it's really it's really the ones that are offended the most. Are the ones who haven't even matured to that level to understand that you should want to carry yourself in a better light. And that's all she's saying. That's all she said, bro. So all that, oh fuck out of here. They trying to drag her this down the third. Anybody from the from the city of Baltimore, Maryland is a show me type nigga. That city ain't no joke. Even if you was just a kid in that city, you will learn fast. You are either fooled or you a wolf. It's a show me city. I don't believe all that shit y'all be talking. Show me. Y'all run up on Monique thinking she's soft if you want to. It's all love on them cameras. That don't got shit to do with how them hands fly on this self-defense. Don't get your ass beat playing. Because <laughs> these people get on. Y'all got to understand when people be trying to kick game out of love, make no mistake. Like, you, you have to have a level of brazen about you because niggas don't know how to take constructive criticism you can't say nothing in earnesty and like yo but i think you fire or yo shorty i think you're beautiful but why would you wear a bonnet over your head like that you look crazy you look like you just ran out the fucking shower and you missed a paycheck yo oh man i'm just in a rush i feel you shorty get a scarf like it's, it's no disrespect but yo like you want to look you want to show people your best foot forward at all times 
And it ain't no not to just women in particular. Y'all got to take the message for what it is. Y'all need to be, y'all need to have some pride about how you carry yourself. A lot of you niggas just are waiting for someone else to validate you to give you that sense self that self confidence. You need to have that shit about yourself. Exactly. She spoke out of like niggas don't understand when you kick game. Like I can keep that shit to myself. I can just get out here and, and make my money and don't say nothing. When niggas kick game, it's out of love. When niggas kick game, it's because they want you to to be on game so you can get to where they at. So you're not out here looking stupid. Wondering why, why opportunities being missed. You know, this is the bottom line, yo. It's like, niggas is soft these days. That's honestly what it is. Niggas are soft these days. Niggas want everything handed to them in like a, a, a velvet blanket. Nah, man, I'm not, like, yo, you fucking up. Sometimes that's just what you need to hear. You're fucking up. This ain't it. But it's all right. That don't mean you trash. Shorty, that don't mean you ugly. That don't mean you're you're lesser than. That don't mean you're not a queen. But yo, you look crazy. And I appreciate the fact that the way that she approached it was very respect. Subtle. Like she said, I'm literally just giving you a light love tap to let you know that hey, maybe you don't want to go about doing this this way. And this one, I know all that gangster shit niggas be talking. Y'all don't got no old heads who ever kick game to you. Because all my old heads, I can say firsthand, they kick game to me. They ain't give a fuck how I felt about it. Yeah. The realest ones normally do. Bro, accountability. I told I was complaining about my job. at a job. Pipe and company. I'm like, man, I don't know, man. I can't get around, bro. Like, I, I need a car. That nigga better take a bus. Fuck out of here. These buses run for five in the morning. Like, <laughs> that shit that make you shut up. Like, nah, I ain't hearing that, bro. Find a way. I could have felt the way. What the fuck is he talking about, man? Nah, bro. Because that shit was the truth. Making excuses. Out here looking crazy. You look crazy to another grown man making excuses. Shut that shit up. Make something happen. He don't give a fuck about them excuses. He ain't supposed to. Make something happen. I took that to heart, but I appreciated that. I took that with me. I, I ran with that. Mm -hmm. I don't make no excuses. I make it happen. I don't got no I don't got no car. That shouldn't be an excuse to not make no money. You don't got no way to get around. There ain't no excuse to not make no money. You on your ass on the computer. Why ain't you making no money? Where your bread at? I don't make excuses, bro. I make it happen. That, 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 I, but I needed a nigga to tell me that. I needed a nigga to check me when I was young, before I got the damn near 30 years old, thinking some of this shit was cool. Like, yo, bro, like you need to be working. Oh, man, we're going to go to the club, holler at hoes. I, I'm about to go to work, bro. I need to make shit. This, this shit I want to do. You feel what I'm saying? This shit that you want shit to be done, but you don't want to put the work to do it. And then you want to make excuses. Well, you need to ask yourself, what the hell were you doing first? Oh man, they always look over my talent. Why? Why? Why are they? Because every time I give someone give you game, when you get elevate, you take it as an insult. You get the bitching. A lot of y'all, lot shorties, a lot, a lot of y'all bitching, crying like crying, crying like pussies because somebody told you, yo, shorty, you looking crazy. But your father said it. You ain't feel you ain't what? He was trying you too. He said you wasn't a queen either. Oh, he loved you. He didn't want you to look crazy. He wanted you to take accountability for how you how how you 
attract a certain perception. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you need to be accountable for how people perceive you. Period. You you don't want people to write you off, they don't present them. They don't present it to them. It's not their job to be worried about the shit you do at all times. It's your job. Oh, what up, God? Like, on the shit with uh Monique about Shorty with Bonnets. And, well, basically relating it just uh gender mutual topic. It's really just about you being accountability about accountable about your perception. Like, if you're a brand and your business and you look a certain way, because it's not really about looking glamorous either. It's about looking presentable. Nigga, some some regular sneakers, you can get some Target brand sneakers, put on a goddamn Walmart cap, but if it's clean and your shirt and pants are fucking ironed, you look presentable. Period. <laughs> good morning. I'm going to say good morning. Come on! <laughs> Come on! Oh, it's the morning. The kids. Come here. Oh. Mm-hmm. Right, I have pee. Let me hold back here. Oh. <laughs> what a big head. Wait. You eat breakfast? Uh. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna eat it. Let me tell you. I want some pancakes. What's a pancake? There's pancakes in there. I'm gonna eat some. I'm gonna get some cereal. You You gonna get some cereal? I poured him some Reese's Puffs cereal. Oh, it's like it got peanut butter on it. Oh man, he's like, okay, okay, word. It got peanut butter on it, like the peanut butter sandwich, Malachi. Go get it. Mm, Look at nice. him. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Y'all go- um, Malachi said after he was done with the cereal, if, um, he can watch the strippers and stuff. And That's fine. Yeah. Y'all go on to eat. I already ate this morning. Okay. All right, I'll be out there in a second, baby. Hair time, baby. Okay, I'm coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to get this little monster out of my head. Alright, right, go on, close the door, Heaven. Yeah. Right. She's so extra. I know. She gotta make her exit grand. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's accountability. Like, it's just, you gotta be accountable for how you perceive. Like, like I draw comic books, yo. But if I was running around looking like I lived in a box and I said I had a business, I don't think niggas would be too confident in investing in the business that got you looking crazy. A lot of shorties is entrepreneurs. They say black women are some of the highest growing number of entrepreneurs in the United States, statistically. So, in essence, y'all are a brand. The queens have become brands in them. Like, y'all are branding yourselves every day. Fashion follows y'all wave. Y'all are the sauce. So, how you carry yourself. Hold a lot more weight than you may think, shorty. And it's all out of love. We want you to get these bags to get you winning. Niggas get famous just for posting pictures on Instagram. Shorties and headscarves just just doing a regular. You don't got to look anything else other than presentable. Don't miss no don't miss no opportunities. Don't have people writing you off. Don't have that happen because you don't give a fuck about how you're perceived, even though you're accountable for how you're perceived. Whether niggas want to believe that or not. 
You're accountable for how people perceive you. You're accountable for, for making sure that you present yourself in its totality at its best. Not just, yeah, I'm going to just look like a bum, but niggas know I'm a solid nigga. Yeah, but you dirty. So when we get to talk about investing in businesses, but you my man, but I may just invest in a nigga who came in here looking like he got some dollars on him. Because he may be, you know, may look like he may have seen some successes or two. I'm just saying, that matters. Nigga, you could be an all-star. Now, if you're a drug dealer you're trying to look dirty, hey, man, hey, hey, God, that might be small for you. You don't want that attention. But if you're out here trying to make legitimate change or money, then that matters. You're accountable for how you perceived. Period. And honestly, any nigga getting money, no way. He want to look like a business. Because if you look like a business, then you look like money. So you can be out here making big money and niggas don't ask too many questions. So that's the best thing. You have to be accountable for how you perceived. And I think Monique is getting rid of by a lot of immature little-ass kids. Or grown ass kids who just left their mama house. And the thing is, here's a stretch. Your living situation in itself doesn't really matter. It's the mentality. Because I know brothers who hold their parents down. But at the same token, it's the mentality. It's the mentality of once you get to a certain age, as adults, you need to be accountable for how you're perceived. Because you have kids. And to these kids, they perceive you a certain way based on how you carry yourself. If my son would go out here sagging his drawers, wearing big-ass T-shirts, or wearing tight-ass pants sagging his drawers with them medium T-shirts these grown men be wearing, their little sister's jeans, and he having high-ass expensive shoes, they're going to look at me. Well, what the fuck was your daddy doing to make you think that that was cool? And why didn't your daddy stop what he was doing? Because he was supposed to be understanding of how your son would perceive that. And take that and absorb that. That matters. Because then y'all want y'all kids to, you want to tell y'all kids to look, to look nice and fly and whatnot. But you look crazy. Get out your goddamn emotions. Crying like hoes all the time because somebody say something that's true. Okay, man, damn. What? You going in? Nah, man, shit, angry. This shit make me mad, bro. Like, I Like, people don't take accountability for themselves. They always want to bitch and cry to other people. How come? Well, what are they doing? Oh my gosh! And well, they do this and who does that? Man, you know what? Ask about them other niggas. She tapped. She tapped us. She tapped the queen. She tapped y'all. She like, yo, shorty, like, do that. Why are you worried about what other people do? Well, white people don't do this. We ain't white people. We deflected the other shit. We ain't ask you about that. Hate them arguments all the time. White people don't do this to each other. White people don't bring each other down. White people don't do that. Yo, listen. Yo, yo, yo. So when someone addresses it in our community, why are we so quick to, to, to bash them then? If someone tell us what we could do better in our community, why we bash them then? I better stop that coon shit with Monique. That's that's cold heart. That's cold hearted cockadoodle coon shit. That's what that shit is. That's in the trash can coon shit. Sambo ass behavior, man. Like we gotta cut. We gotta cut that shit out, bro. We're better than this. We're better than this.
we not we have to be able to understand constructive criticism and when somebody's just saying like bashing black women. There are a lot of motherfuckers who bash black women that we still entertain. There's a lot of motherfuckers who disrespect black women that we still entertain. It was it was it was it was public knowledge that Charlemagne the God had that dealings with Jessica Reed. That was public knowledge. That's why his HBO deal got canceled. Niggas forgot and went about their fucking business. No one gave a shit. There's niggas who violate black women. Then they had the nerve to let that man speak on a documentary about disrespecting the black women. We we allow niggas to disrespect black women all the time. So when Shorty Monique comes and says something out of love to black women, nah, I'm I'm not, no. Nah. Y'all not gonna do that. Y'all, we let a lot of shit slide. But when someone says something out of love, that's who we want to attack and criticize. That don't make no fucking sense. That's ridiculous. Queens, we got to get it together, yo. That's right. Yeah, Sean, that's a fact. Like, scars on a queen? Come on, bro. High fashion took y'all scars and called us some other weird shit and selling it for $60. What's that shit called? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know how they had the uh they had the uh do rag and then they came the, the silk linen hair wrap. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, I swear. I seen that shit on Amazon and some white lady was wearing it. And I was like, No, they didn't. Just play us like that. Like this shit ain't been out. Like we never originated this shit like what the fuck and so I, but see i think that's what black people got to the point like well they're taking the shit that we do on a humbug and using it as a style right but here's the problem do you see white people walking out the house wearing that shit <laughs> while we comparing and shit but think about how like yo bro they were taking us off really think hard about that they take the shit that we embarrass ourselves with Make it high fashion. Now, granted, they take all our shit too, though, and that's not—that's not, just high power in general. Like black people steal shit from black people sometimes. That's just the way power works. But oh, a lot of shit from the queens gets stolen, yo. I just thought that that was funny. What? That post with the Amazon um, on Amazon with the do rag. That was funny. Like, that shit was. Funny. I don't want this to get too political. <laughs> I mean, I'm a black nationalist. It just starts just start getting real. Uh, Real anti a lot of people real fast, mm-hmm. so I gotta make sure I keep it keep it balanced and shit. But yeah, as far as um, as far as Monique, man, we, as the people, we gotta get out our fucking emotions when somebody say the truth to our asses. That's really what it is. Um, this is how it's been about an hour long episode. Oh, maybe some change this one. I'll <laughs> make sure y'all go follow Nerd Rap Podcast on Anchor.fm for anyone watching or you know people be tuning in and out. Um, I'll post the link once this goes um public and shit like that. So yeah, definitely check out the podcast. You feel me? Um, a lot of this man got cut out. I ain't know the recording, but you know what I mean. That's what the live is for. You can catch the in between and shit like that. But yeah, at the end of the day, I'm gonna stand with something that comes from love. I mean, I got a lot of, we got a lot of love in our heart. You see what I'm saying? A lot of love in our heart. You know what I mean? And we ain't afraid to have a lot of love in our heart. And there's, there's a certain breed of people who just don't mind exuding love. And everything they do, 
And you know what I mean? They ain't scary. That's that's the big thing about being someone with a lot of love. You can't be scary. Yeah. It's impossible to be scary, but to be open with how you feel about things, with open about your concern, with open about your 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 care, and you're open about your passion for wanting to try your best to at least help with the shit that you see wrong. Because some people can't live their life without addressing it. Some people can't live their life ignoring things that they don't agree with without doing something that at least jumping away at that. So if she jumped in the way to say something about that, I'm going to commend that 150% because at the end of the day, it took a lot of character for you to stand and say something and make sure that she was um, being specific and to not disrespect women by just saying, yo, shorty, like, you don't got to present yourself in a way where you look unready. Like, be in control of how you're perceived. And I don't, I don't see the issue with that. And it's maybe it, it. I personally, I don't feel I have to be a woman to see the, the the issue with that because I'm a parent, and I'm married, so I can ask my wife, and she agrees. So I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with that. No, I'm, I'm gonna trust that. But it's it's it, you can you can take that point unilaterally to to men too. You have to be in control of how you perceive. Period. Motherfucking nerd rap podcast, man. Like, grow the fuck up. Like, we gotta stop being sensitive with how we perceive certain information because we let a lot of shit slide and we be like, oh, well, he was saying the truth and it really be disrespect versus someone saying the truth, but we just don't want to hear it. So we want to cry and moan like hoes. R.P. to Paul Mooney, man. We R.P. to Paul Mooney, man. We need, I need my damn, bro. We we need we need niggas who just gonna say what the fuck it is now, man. Because I can tell right now we losing our real ones, and a lot of y'all pussy. Like a lot, a lot like we can't we can't we gotta weed this out. We need Sherazad Ali or something, man. What's Sister Soldier, my nigga? Like we need something, yo. Like like where where was the militants, man? With this shit with the unilateral, like man, ain't no fucking game out here, man. We need to understand this. This is we we behind enemy lines, my nigga. Like we these games we playing are just even walking out your crib looking unready in itself. That. You're not supposed to look like nothing, but, 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 anyway, it's the motherfucking Nerd Rap Podcast, man. We out. I'm tired of you niggas.